0: morning my name is Michael Davis and welcome to another edition of never break kayfabe and every once in a while we used to do this podcast called the wrestler of faith podcast and it was how this whole thing got started many many years ago and if I saw the video it's close to 10 years ago I did a video blog called the wrestler faith and it was me trying to lace religion through um, the eyes of professional wrestling and sports entertainment and every once in a while there'll be a never break kayfabe that will mesh into that that feel that will mesh into that format so every time that I do one of those I I figured out what I'm going to call it ladies and gentlemen welcome to never Great Kayfabe presents The Wrestler Faith Audio Podcast My name is Michael Davis And I Am still living in Quarantine land I, this is a rarity To have a solo show I am in the Mobile recording studio Headed to the uh, main offices Of uh, DWO Enterprises To check mail and pay some Bills, but I wanted to talk for a minute about the necessity of feeding off a crowd. I I have been recording now. It's officially been over a month that I have been producing uh, sermons for the worship center that I work at without uh, without a congregation, and it's been kind of hard. I never realized how dependent I was in my oral presentations to have someone to feed off of, someone to connect to while that I'm speaking. For the last two weeks, it's literally just been me and a camera in our worship center. Every uh, for many services, but now uh, Big Rick, they're doing school over Zoom, so I can't get Rick to <clears throat> to the worship center with me when I'm recording because Rick has responsibilities right now. But so I've been um, I've been recording just me and a camera, and it's it's weird. It's it's really awkward, and there's there's times that I do this that I try to get in the mode that I'm in, like, right now. I mean, right now, it's just me. It's my uh, iPhone 6S sitting in my lap, and and I have been doing this sort of conversation for about 10 years, but there's still, there's something lacking. I, I love you, the few listeners that have gone on the Wrestler Faith media uh, journey with me. But there's there's something different when that you're talking to someone, you can get that eye contact and you can feed off of them. I I, I think a lot about my early years in wrestling and and there there's some things alright, let's let's talk about Jim Cornette for a minute. <coughs> Excuse me. We're live, pal. There's some things that Jim Cornette complains about that I think Come on, Jim. You gotta, you gotta let go of the past and and step into the present. But there's some things from the past that Jim Cornette is screaming from the mountaintops for that I kind of agree with, and it's it's one of those things is taking away the ability for wrestlers to call things in the ring. They don't the, the improvisational wrestling doesn't exist anymore. There's we kind of exist in this realm where everybody's got their junk that they want to get in the match, their high spots, their gimmick moves, and then they have a finish. And there, there used to be this thing when that the wrestlers would respond to what's going on within the crowd. The crowd is telling them what they want to see in the match. The, the crowd is chanting and screaming for how they want to see the match move and, and grow. I remember like watching matches with the Rock and Roll Express, and Jim will always go straight to Ricky Morton on this example, and it fits like uber uber well. The Ricky Morton would was a salesman; he would pull people into the match, and they would make literally make them cry for him when that he was in peril. I remember the match that the rock, when the Rock and Roll Express lost the tag team titles to. Rick Rude and Manny Fernandez, and you know they kept working on Ricky Morton's arm that whole match. I I swore that they were going to break his arm. I I and that was even <clears throat> starting to understand what the word kayfabe meant, knowing that wrestling was fixed. The way Ricky Morton sold that whole match and Rude and and Fernandez working on that arm, I literally thought that Ricky Morton's arm was. Was breaking. And the way that Ricky Morton sold that, it pulled me into it. And to have that crowd reaction added to the feel of the match. You know, I used to remember Dusty Rhodes matches, and Dusty would be in peril, and they'd have him in a sleeper hold or or like some kind of headlock, and the referee's testing his arm, and they, they had this gimmick for the longest time that you know, the referee would lift up the arm and it would drop once. He'd lift up the arm and it would drop two times. And he'd lift up the arm and if it dropped that third time, Dusty Rhodes was going to lose the match. And that arm would almost drop all the way down, but he'd lift it back up real quick. And he'd start waving his hand in the air. And the fans would start stomping their feet along with the cadence, like Dusty was this master conductor of the crowd, and every time that he'd pump his fist in the air, the feet would stomp, and they, it would sound like a thunderstorm, the sound crowd stomping and clapping for Dusty to get the big comeback, you, you don't have those moments anymore. Those moments that the that the crowd is 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 dictating what what's what's gonna happen. The crowd's cheering for their guys so much, and they get those moments of peril and they get the big comeback. I you know Jim Cornette uh, talks about the lack of storytelling, and I, I think that's what I'm I'm explaining to you right now is I miss the storytelling that is so strong and and persuasive that even the fans that knew that it wasn't real were able to think it was real for a moment and they started stomping and clapping for their for their favorite wrestler like they were cheering for their favorite sports team. The interaction with other people, I've, I've missed that for for years. I, I've missed that for weeks, excuse me, because for the last few weeks I've been in... My empty worship center, talking to a camera. I I made a comment. You know, we have we actually have a uh, media director at at our worship center, and I heard that When I say media director, it's not something like uh, putting stuff out on the news. We we have a person that looks at stuff, and she keeps promoting us on Facebook and Google It's a person that knows how to use social media very effectively, and puts out memes and Bible verses and advertises our events and everything, so and I was talking with her, and it's like I told her, I never realized in my life that almost 10 years of podcasting would literally somewhat become my career and that's that's what I'm doing right now that I'm, I'm gonna share with you I'm gonna break the, the wall but this is called never Break K Fabe but I'm gonna break K Fabe right now it's five o'clock in the morning I'm driving to the worship center and I'm literally gonna record what is essentially a podcast for our uh, weekly Bible study so that I can put it up. And I gotta I gotta thank you the few listeners, for kinda equipping me for this because I've never I never had that moment in my career that it's just me and the camera. You know, right now I'm watching WWE and I gotta tell you I, I'm gonna tell the internet wrestling community this. I've stopped listening to you guys complaining about WWE. I stopped listening to you guys complaining about AEW. Because I'm going to tell you right now, we live in this world, this COVID world, where we're all stuck in our homes, and I'm going to tell you right now, new bad wrestling is better than no wrestling at all. I, I am a little frustrated that there's a lot of dear friends, a lot of people who have entertained me for years upon years who... May or may not be put in a place of of that where they're not safe in, in the name of entertainment. But I'm gonna tell you, being stuck in a home and only going to the grocery store and only going to work, I gotta tell you, it's nice having it's nice having that wrestling, something new to see, something new to celebrate, something new to enjoy. Every Monday night, every Friday night, every Wednesday night, fans are not. But I, I'm going to share with you the fan factor is showing. And those guys are doing everything possible. And I, I got, I'll share with you the, um, the believability that the kayfabe has been the hardest. Of, the, both the hardest and it's been cool to, to see how that they've pushed it more, too. And I'll I'll go ahead and I'll share both of those fronts. It what everybody going to the ring with their standard ring entrances right now is kind of hurting, hurting kayfabe for me. I, I watched the impact uh, retribution the first half of that, and when Kylie Ray came out, her her interest is very important on her waving and smiling at fans and. I'm watching her in a place that has no fans and she's still waving and smiling at fans. So it's, it's people doing their, their standard ring entrances is not working right now. And, and that's okay. That Don't do it. Don't do the standard ring entrances. Everybody sees what's going on and you know, pr- promote the believability. I mean, there's nobody in there. Have her smiling and waving at the referee, or always have her opponent going to the ring first—you know, stuff like that. I'll share with you to the other end of that, where where that where the, they where they're really having to sell this better, and how they're they're trying to be forced to call their moves a little bit better—is you can hear them without the crowd noise. You can literally literally hear them in the ring and you can hear them yelling and fussing at each other and calling each other names during the match and I'm going to tell you the people whose jobs have really picked up in the realm of what it means to uphold kayfabe in a match right now is the referees you know you never really could hear the referees before but now they they got to call those matches like it's Like they're like it's for real because you can hear what they're saying, and that the referees have stepped up the verbal game and it's adding to the kayfabe believability. But there's man without the crowds, there it, it makes it hard for them to uphold it. That I've never quite realized the importance of a crowd, you know, for a while. That we all know impact wrestling tapes like a month, two months worth of shows that are shot so there was like this month time period that I'm watching WWE, I'm watching AEW and there's no fans but then I'm watching Impact in this packed arena and I I turned to Rick one day, it's like Rick never realized how much I needed the fans because the fans actually add to what's going on it's it's what I'm dealing with Right now, when I'm recording my weekly sermons, it's man the, the fans are actually important. You know Now once upon a time, there was the ECW fans and the ECW fans were ma- tried to make themselves a part of the show more. I, I think about the Monday after WrestleMania fans who try to make themselves a part of the show, you know those fans I can do a foul because, you know, it's really not important. Uh, I'll share with you, I don't know if I ever shared this on a podcast. I actually have dealt with that idea to an extent within my worship center. I literally had a congregant one Sunday this year try to make themselves a part of the sermon and really being unwilling to not talk. And that was, that's hard. It's distracting. It, it killed the moment for me. And I, I'll share with you, there were a lot of times that ECW, the Monday after WrestleMania fans, had, had killed matches for me. It's, it's something when you, when you start chanting the name of dead wrestlers during a match because you don't like what's going on. You know that's rude to the people that are working hard in the ring to perform and just kills the match for me. But then there's also there's times that you get those little hallelujahs here and there and and those those feed feed the spirit. It's good things. And those are important too. Especially when you get that eye contact every once in a while and you get that little nod while you're while you're preaching. And I, I kind of miss that right now. Well I just I I realize that it's I, I we may not have produced a, a wrestler of uh, of faith uh, uh, never break kayfabe in a couple of weeks. I know that we had some banks that I was still posting, but I wanted to get this out. And it was uh, it was a moment that I could have that I. It's been a while since I've had a solo show, so I just wanted to get this out to you and uh, let you guys know I'm you know, I'm praying for you. It's a hard time as a as a citizen of the planet right now and I'm praying for y'all and we'll be able to get back to the crowds of our lives and have interaction soon. As long as we stay away from them for a while and make it make the world safe. I I, I saw a meme the other day that I'll, I'll close with for you. It's we're we're staying away now so that when we're all back together, no one's missing. So Uh, Take care of everybody so that when we get our crowds back together, no one's missing. That was Never Break. Kayfabe presents the Wrestler of Faith audio podcast. My name is Michael Davis. Have a week.